Welcome to another episode of Album for the Day with John E. and Jay. Hey there, it's Album for the Day. I'm John E. This is Jay. And we were thinking about doing something a little different Mm -hmm. because we love America. Oh, that's right. And there's 50 states in this great land. And we're going to put our patriot pants on, and we're going to bring you a little bit from every state, because there's music in every state in this great land. And we're here for the whole ride. So we're going to go state by state, bringing you some of the best bands, some of the best albums that we've heard. Uh, We're going to bring it to you. So buckle up, Buttercup. Jose, can you see? (laughs) Here we go. Album for the day today brings you another state of the music. Uh, Jay, let's see if you can guess this one. I got seven nicknames mm. and a slogan. Mm-hmm. Almost Heaven, The Coal State, The Home of Mountaineers, Switzerland of America, <laughs> The Mountain State, The Panhandle State, Winter Wonderland, Wild and Wonderful. Um, I'm going to say it's, uh, almost heaven, West Virginia, Mm, Blue Ridge mountains, West by God, Virginia might be, it might be another slogan. (laughs) (laughs) That's there. There's another list for that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But yeah, interesting place, interesting musicians from West Virginia, uh, possibly the best known would be bill withers definitely the best known um if it's not it should be oh yeah i mean slab fork west virginia love that name what a great name oh my goodness yeah there's a there's a documentary about him called still bill which is also the name of the album we chose from 1972 yeah it is absolutely incredible um to see him kind of in his element and and he's even in west virginia in the documentary where he's walking around and like looking for, you know, family burial plots in West Virginia and that kind of thing. Um, super interesting man. Um, what I love about Bill though is mm-hmm. as, as fabulous as all that stuff was, um, he took the same approach and I'm not suggesting that he did it because of, I don't know what the relation is, but kind of the same thing Abba said, which was, we're not going to do anything live again because we can't recreate what the magic was at that time. Mm -hmm. Uh, so we're, we're just not going to do it and take away from what we've put out there Mm -hmm. and diminish it. Well, his, the live at Carnegie hall record from 1973, we did a thing about that and it, and it is one of the best live performances. He's He's, just not, yeah, nobody's going to get better than that. No, you're not. That I was mean, great. It's it's an amazing. He's a he is a true storyteller. Um, he is a, a musician of musicians. Um, he's a songwriter yeah, of songwriters. Yeah, he's, he's he's just amazing. Yeah, he every single element of his artistry, from the singing to the songwriting to who he had to play with him. I mean, like it's he staffing. is he is on top of most lists. Um, but you know, Jay, in the end. Mm-hmm. He's still Bill. He is. Um, from Glendale, Brad Paisley. Mm-hmm. Uh, I chose Mud on the Tires from 2003. Mm-hmm. I think Jay was looking Wheelhouse. at. Wheelhouse. Um, 
And Brad Paisley, he's that modern country guy that everybody knows. He's in the commercials with uh, Peyton Manning, and, you know, he's like the likable. He's a great guitar player. Yeah, he's a really, really good guitar player. You know player. what one of my favorite things he ever did was? Open so, for the Rolling Stones. No. I saw him open for the Rolling Stones. Oh, okay. It was pretty incredible. Because so, I was like, what? Yeah. And then he came out and he proved how good of a guitar player kind of like that john mayer thing where you're like mm-hmm. yeah and i was like brad paisley what mm-hmm. and then he comes out and absolutely destroys and i was like oh i get it now so um i saw this video that fender put out yeah and they've got uh nuno Betancourt from extreme yeah um scott ian from anthrax, anthrax yeah um, the guy who wrote um, the Game of Thrones theme <laughs> and the guy who did the music for it. And next thing you know, Brad Paisley shows up. Tom Morello's in there. Whoa. And they're all in a line. And it's, and they're all playing. And it's like, this person starts. And then the next person jumps in. And then Scott Ian jumps in and then Tom Morello jumps in and then Brad Paisley jumps in and then they're all playing the game of Thrones theme together. And it's very powerful. I could see Tom Morello crushing that dude. It's amazing. Yeah. It's one of the, I think out of the, you know, 150 million views, 300 (laughs) thousand are you thousand of them are mine. I have it bookmarked. <laughs> Brad, you're welcome. Yeah, right. Um, but he is a fantastic guitar player, and uh, I think we had the chance to encounter him one time. Hmm. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The basement. Oh yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. He wasn't playing. No, he was there. He was just there. Yeah. Um speaking of people I haven't met, Kathy Matea from mm-hmm. South Charleston. Uh I chose From My Heart from nineteen eighty five. I looked at Time Passes By. Um and she's kind of that I mean, she she's the girl that still sings like the national anthem for Predators games and that kind of stuff. Um, I think she did a couple of NFL playoff games as well, if I'm not mistaken. But Actually, she's, you know what she's doing now? What? She is hosting Mountain Stage. Oh, that's awesome. Because Larry Gross retired. Man, what and a good dude that was. I mean, Larry Gross, another yep. West Virginian who is... Another West Virginian. Yeah, um, if you don't know about Mountain Stage, it's a... I mean, they've put out CDs, they've put out videos, mm-hmm. and, it's it's just a really unique location to get mm-hmm. a band and do like a more intimate kind of yeah. a concert concert yeah. conversation yeah. And where just it's, it's kind of like experience. a like a storytell VH1 storytellers but with lesser known people that are just really interesting and really good musicians. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and Larry Gross, he also had an album way back in the day. He played it on American Bandstand. Um, Everyone likes junk food. Mm-hmm. And how he came up with things like this, he, the the National uh, Endowment of the Arts would send him around, and he got paid so to he go was to a different musician yeah. in residence. Yep. Is what is, he said his title was. Yeah. But what he did was he just went around and went in to his schools state. and talked to kids, and they would come up with ideas and he would write songs about it and they would write songs together. And one of the things that he always found kids doing was talking about junk food and sodas and candies and da 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 da. da. So he wrote a, an album about it and it is fantastic. Speaking of fabulous album titles from Bolt. Uh, little Jimmy Dickens put out May the Bird of Paradise <laughs> Fly Up Your Nose in 1965. And I just feel so yeah. good that I got to say that. Yeah, that's 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 a winner right there, folks. That's a winner. But little Jimmy Dickens, man, I mean, he just recently passed away yeah. um, at a super ripe old age. I mean, he was literally the mascot of the Grand Ole Opry yeah. for decades. Yeah, and there's a statue just, of him out in front. He's a fabulous entertainer that will never be forgotten. No. Um, he really was the essence of the Opry. Yeah. And he was what? All of maybe five foot tall? Yeah. Maybe. maybe. I mean, I don't even know if he was five foot, but. Have you ever toured the Opry house? I have. Did you see his dressing room? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to say anything about it. Yeah. Go tour the Opry Go house. Go tour the Opry. It's worth it. Um. um from Canova, West Virginia, Michael W. Smith. Mm-hmm. Um, I chose Change Your World, which was kind of a crossover. Uh, mm-hmm. He'd already crossed over a little bit in the previous album. By crossover, he's a Christian musician who had a popular like radio hit, like top 40 kind of thing. Was yeah, it like he place wrote a in, song Place with- in This World? Um, Place in This World was from the previous album. Okay. And this one had, jeez, uh, I Will Be Here For You. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think he wrote that one with Diane Warren. Oh, yeah. Uh, who writes hits. Mm-hmm. And, uh, That's what she does. <laughs> yeah. That's all she does. Uh-huh. Um, but he, uh, he really did change you know, Christian music a lot. And, uh, Oh yeah. You know, from the very beginning, uh, reading his story, you know, I, I honestly was not aware he came from West Virginia until getting into that. Um, I know he's been in Tennessee for decades at this point, which I believe is the name of his greatest hits album. I would, (laughs) I'm sure it is. (laughs) <laughs> it's like a lot of people's greatest hits. Like Neil Young has got decades. I, know, I guess I was just like, joking. Yeah. But, mm. um, you know, he has that song, Friends. Mm-hmm. Friends are friends forever. And uh, he wrote that with his wife, which I think is super cool. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's a that's a really unique thing to be able to share. I agree. Um, Daniel Johnston. Oh, man. New Cumberland. Man, He's originally what, from Sacramento, yeah, but born in Sacramento, but was brought up, raised um, in West Virginia. And um, "Hi, How Are You" is the shirt that Kurt Cobain wore um, that made Daniel Johnston even on the map. No one would know who Daniel Johnston was if it weren't for Kurt Cobain wearing the shirt that had the frog, the illustrated frog on it. 
Um, Daniel Johnston was... Um, well, now, by that point, he was in Austin, Texas. Yeah. Let's clarify that. Yeah. This is not going on in... West Virginia, uh, no. Um, but... He worked um, at McDonald's, yeah. and he would give his tapes out to people. Yeah. And, like, he didn't have a phone yeah. or any way to be contacted, so the managers started getting pissed off that they became his answering service because people started calling. Well, and he was recording tapes like, like a tape at a time. Mm -hmm. Like, and the guy is so prolific. He would write songs over. There's a, there's a documentary called the devil and Daniel Johnston. That is one of my favorite documentaries of all time about him living with mental health issues and his parents living with him and like how, and he recorded everything like, and he played music constantly. So it was like, and then he would boil down different songs and ideas that he'd play for hours into these two minute songs. And it's just, he's such a creative guy. He would also draw like comic book characters and all of the stuff. Like, and I mean, up until the day that he passed, he was, recording and drawing and it's just it's really amazing what an interesting human being this guy was what's really fascinating about that movie as well mm-hmm. is um toward the end of it like he talks about this this woman that was mm-hmm. a huge basically a muse and he mm-hmm. being mentally ill as he was mm-hmm. um might have Danced around that line of obsession. Oh, 100%, um, yes. And uh, the producers of the movie arranged for her to show up at a pre-screening. Mm-hmm. Obviously, they hadn't finished the documentary, and mm-hmm. she showed up, and he flipped out mm-hmm. and like went down the street to like McDonald's or 7-Eleven or something, and mm-hmm. that's where they found him, and he was like, I didn't realize we told you she was coming yeah and they ended up having a conversation it was really really neat yeah and then even after that he became popular went he did many tours and you know a lot a lot of different things and um they actually did a youtube videos of him asking him because he would answer a lot of questions that he asked on the tapes when he was younger so then they would play him some of the tapes of questions he would ask himself. And then the old Daniel Johnston sitting in a chair would answer the questions that he was asking himself when he was young. It's a really cool little way that they That's did fascinating. it. It's really cool. So definitely yeah. something to check out. And his music is like, it's amazing. Um, very lyric, very odd and very, it's why Kurt Cobain loved him and because it's odd and original. Uh, Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. Charlie McCoy. Oh, yeah. From Oak Hill. Uh, he put out some solo stuff. I chose Good Time Charlie from 1973. Yeah. 
Uh, he plays the harmonica, kind of a utility man. He was the music director of Hee Haw for 19 years. I bet that um, was a cool job. Yeah. All the musicians coming through there. You know, yeah. You got Roy Clark, Johnny Cash, anybody. I mean, like the who's who, you know? That's got to be cool. Yeah. I mean, he, well, he played with just everybody, man. He was, you know. I mean, he's still with us. I'm not trying to refer to him like he's mm-hmm. not. Um, he he his solo stuff is fascinating, but the fact that he have you heard of Area Code Six One Five? So mean, it's like a local super group. From oh, okay. Middle Tennessee people, right, right, kind right. Of thing he did that. Um, Barefoot Jerry, mm-hmm. but um, he recorded with Bob Dylan in New York city. And apparently he was responsible for getting Bob Dylan to come and record in Nashville. Oh, wow. When he did Nashville skyline. Right. Wow. Because, you know, the band left to Mm -hmm. be the The band band. (laughs) and, um, really all he retained was Charlie McCoy. And, um, he kind of, brought somebody and Bob brought some other people mm-hmm. and um he's just a he's a fascinating guy that's done a lot of stuff um like he played the trumpet part on Rainy Day Women number 12 and 35 <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome uh he played the saxophone on Roy Orbison's Pretty Woman oh wow um, the bass harmonica on Simon and Garfunkel's The Boxer. Oh, wow. And, um, because he did the, yeah, that's a yeah. great, what a great, yeah. Yeah. All those little bitty things that, that are so make, crucial that they make the song. Yeah. They make the song. Yeah. So he's just, uh, he's a great guy. I mean, yeah. Blonde on Blonde wouldn't have happened without him, apparently. Wow. And that's my favorite Dylan record. That's my favorite. Like you could say that's the greatest Dylan record of all Bob time. Bob brought Robbie Robertson and Al Cooper, uh-huh. and Charlie McCoy brought Kenny Buttry and Wayne Moss, Hargis Pig Robbins, Jerry Kennedy, Henry Strzelecki, Joe South, and Wayne Butler. And you could say that those are the guys that made that record. Mm-hmm. You know, Robbie Robertson was in the corner you know, crying and Char- tears and Charlie that I McCoy shouldn't have left. about it. It was like, it took 39 hours to record an yeah. eternity by Nashville standards. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> because Robbie Robertson did as good as half the players in that room. <laughs> <laughs> Rest in peace, Robbie. Oh, please, please do. Yeah. Um, so how about old Frankie Yankovic? The uh, America's Polka King. The Polka King. Not related to Weird Al. However, they did, um, I think, collaborate on one or two things. Oh, I'm sure. Um, I'm sure. They enjoyed, you know, whatever, but at the same time, like, no. But I I think of, and and he was great. He was from Davis. Mm -hmm. Um, I think every time I think of that, though, Jay, I think of... uh, that scene from Home Alone with Catherine O'Hara and John Candy, and mm-hmm. he's talking about Oh, hey, polka, like, polka, polka. Polka, polka, polka. Yeah. No? No? You don't know? Oh, okay. It's a big hit. Yeah. <laughs> Sheboygan. Sheboygan, exactly. <laughs> oh, gosh. 
Um, asleep at the wheel. Asleep at the wheel from Paw Paw. Mm-hmm. I chose Ride with Bob, a tribute to Bob Wills and the Texas Playboys from 1999, mm-hmm. because Asleep at the Wheel is not necessarily a group that I would talk about studio releases mm-hmm. as cohesive, uh, continuous yeah. things. Yeah. Um, the I, lineup changes and yeah. I had still swing with a theme. Yeah. But their, their live albums yeah. are kind of their thing because mm-hmm. of they're not going to play with bad musicians They're And well, no. if, if they get somebody new in, they're going to be a stellar player, an a plus top of the line guy. Um, but they're like the country Western swing type band that, that yeah, they're, they're, they're worth getting into. And if you have the opportunity to see them live, please do so. Definitely. Uh, from Huntington, Hawkshaw Hawkins, mm-hmm. who uh, died in the Patsy Cline plane crash mm-hmm. um, in 1963, put out the all-new Hawkshaw Hawkins. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was married to Gene Shepard. Mm. He also was, uh, if I'm not mistaken, with... Uh, June Carter for a moment. He was. What about Hassel Atkins? Hassel Atkins. Um, he had albums The Wild Man, uh, Peanut Butter, Rock and Roll. That's the one I picked. Um, yeah. Uh, Drinking My Life Away. Yeah. It's <laughs> from Boone County. Boone. And that's where the Dancing Outlaw is from, just so that you're, you're clear. Jesco. Jesco White is from there Boone is. County. Yeah. And, uh, um, he was a like rockabilly multi instrumentalist, um, very unique, um, um, and Kinky Friedman yeah, nicknamed the Haze mm-hmm. uh, because of his just because he's just on stage like Iggy Pop bouncing around, but it's like a one man band, so it's just like, what are you doing? You're up there going crazy, and it's just you. So, um, you know, he's playing guitar, singing, playing the drums all at the same time. Um, The um, old one-man band. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. With with such classic songs as No More Hot Dogs. (laughs) (laughs) I challenge that. Uh, I do. Yeah, yeah, Um, yeah. So Mind Garage from Morgantown. Yep. Mm -hmm. One of the original... Well, I wouldn't even say one of the original Christian rock bands, but they like, definitely were innovative. Yeah, like acid rock. Like like psychedelic Christian psychedelic rock. Psychedelic Christian rock. That's they, much more accurate. They yeah. apparently hosted, performed, whatever, uh, the first rock and roll church service. Mm-hmm. And it was such a big hit that... Um, they ended up going to RCA Studio A to record it. And uh, it was, I just, they also performed it live on television, on ABC. Which is wild. I just, it's wild, man. It's wild, man. (laughs) It's wild It's wonderful, man. It's like going into a mine garage, dude. (laughs) (laughs) It's like the electric liturgy. Uh, yeah. 
Oh, um, gosh. Yeah, Morgantown. Exciting place to be. It is. Uh, George Crumb from Charleston won the 1968 Pulitzer Prize for Music for Echoes of Time and the River in 1967. Um, Frank Poncho San Pedro from Welch mm-hmm. is best known for being a part of Crazy Horse with Neil Young. Mm-hmm. Uh, Neil has referred to him as essential in all things he has done. Um, yeah, I mean, it's Crazy Horse. That's one of the best backing bands of all time. No doubt. No, no, no. No doubts from a difference. Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> Nycut? Is it pronounced Nycut? N-I-C-U-T? Yeah. Okay. Nycut brought us Lester McCumbers, a fiddle player and fiddle maker. He likes to use local wood to craft his stuff. Mm. From Wheeling, Billy Cox played the bass with Jimi Hendrix. Um, wanted to mention from Charleston, Red Sovine brought us such greats as Giddy Up and Go. Sorry, just Giddy Up Go. Giddy Up Go, yeah. And uh, Teddy Bear. Um, mm-hmm. I'll never forget the King of the Hill soundtrack has Hank Hill covering Teddy Bear. That's awesome. It's pretty great. Mm-hmm. Um, the Lily Brothers from Clear Creek, Hazel Dickens from Mercer County, Johnny Johnson from Fairmont uh, played with Chuck Berry. In mm. 1991, he released a solo album called Johnny Be Bad. Mm. Go figure. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So what about Stoney Cooper? Stoney Cooper from Harmon. Fiddle player. Um, and uh, he had the, do- the, the duo of Wilma Lee and Sto- Stoney Cooper. Um, they were part of the country pioneers, basically. Oh, yeah. Um, Wilma Lee is in the Smithsonian uh, in 1974 as the first lady of bluegrass. Nice. Well, it's been wild. It's been wonderful. It's been West Virginia. <laughs> uh, be sure to follow us uh, wherever you listen to us. Uh, follow us on Twitter at album, the number four of the day. Um, yeah. If you've got a, any questions, you want to shoot us an email, shoot us. Uh, it's an album for the day at gmail.com. Uh, let us know anybody that we forgot uh, who your favorites are. And um, yeah, that's the mountain state, West Virginia. Uh, thanks for listening. And we will see you when we see you. Almost heaven. West Virginia. Blue Ridge Mountain. Shenandoah River. Country Road. Take me home to to the place I belong. West West Virginia. Virginia. (laughs) Turned into a mouse there. Take me home. Country road. A little bassy there. That's nice. (laughs) Bassy. After starting the podcast, you can search for the album, use the three dots, and hit add to cue. Now the album will start as soon as the episode ends. Woohoo!